so I guess. Okay. What's that? Yes. Hello, everyone. Uh, Sonia. Hello. Are you there, Sonia? Hello. I am. One, two, three, mic test. <laughs> yes. We are back for, we're calling this episode five. Yes. Episode five. Although there are two lost episodes out there due to the audio gremlins. Yes. Unfortunately. It's a bummer. I know. They got watered after midnight. <laughs> yes yeah that that's terrible but uh we're back and um what we're going to do uh for the first time in i think three weeks officially is to give a uh we're calling it a southern california update or an la update i think that would be more fluid with time so i think we should say that Yes, and today is we're recording this on Saturday, June 13th, and um, a lot has happened in the last three weeks since we've um, done an update. Yes, that is true. A lot is reopening, the fun and joys, and people are out, and I've hit traffic again. I was so bummed. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> traffic is back. Yay. I know. Uh, and it's still not even that, that bad. But I was like, really? I had to stop and wait for a moment. <laughs> and, and yeah, you know what? I was thinking about that because, you know, I have been enjoying, you know, I actually take the freeway to work. I've been able to take the 105 and the 405 briefly, um, which are main thoroughfares here in Southern California. And it's taken me about 20 to 25 minutes to get to work. So there's really no traffic. And, you know, as things have been opening up in stages here in California, I've been wondering, okay, am I going to start to see a slow buildup over time? Or am I going to experience from one day to the next, just boom, you know, traffic? And for me, that's what happened Thursday. I was coming back from um, the LA area. It's rare. I have to take the 10 um, because most of our, our, Customers that I go inspect homes in really aren't past the 10 or using the 10, mm. but I did. And coming back four o'clock, oh. you know, heading, yeah, heading westbound towards the beach, no problem. It was regular traffic speed, but I could see those poor souls on the 10 eastbound, uh, which is, you know, interstate sitting in, you know, stop and go traffic just backed up for miles all the way to the 405. And I said, oh, my goodness, oh, it's wow. back. So, yeah. So in my case, I experienced it from one day to the next. Just boom, there it is. And sure enough, once I hit the 405 heading south, um, yeah, I, I was in traffic. It was stop and go. So it wasn't quite bumper to bumper like right. it has been. But yeah, it was, it, it's here. Yay. Wow. I actually experienced it. I think it was Monday, I want to say, because I, um, I went and saw one of my mobile agents that I work for. I haven't seen her since, well, I haven't seen her since I actually was hired onto her company, but, oh, okay. uh, because it's mobile, we just do everything. Mm -hmm. Um, like through mobile, basically, you know, like anything we can do is all through like payment and stuff. When I work, when I pick up clients for her, it's all done remotely. So I don't have to mm -hmm. see her. I can, t you know, I talk to her on the phone quite a bit, but I haven't seen her since I actually, my interview and, um, I, 
was talking to her and she we were talking about like a new kind of business model because one this is kind of interesting because um with the whole Lyft and Uber and the that whole um law that was passed that now independent contractors are employees right so that is something that you know like that kind of messed with our business model and i'm like i don't want to be an employee there's a reason why mm. i chose to be an independent contractor i don't you know like i work my own hours and so um I, so you know we were kind of talking and i said you know what why don't i just come see you you know, it's been a long time and we were also talking about the reopening stages of massage as well. So yeah. there was like a couple things that we kind of wanted to talk about. So um, I drove, she lives in Agora Hills and, um, and you know, like I live near Culver City here. And I think it was like a Tuesday that I went out. Yeah, it was Tuesday I drove up and I actually on the way back hit some traffic and i was i i in the morning it was okay yeah um but on the way back which was like around like 12 30 it was back and i was like oh my goodness traffic <laughs> there's traffic again yeah and i was not impressed <laughs> yeah was i was so, was so nice. yes yes i was so disappointed but you know, kind of glad in a way, deep, 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 deep down, because, you know, no one likes traffic. I think anyone listening in other parts of the country that have to deal with traffic, no one likes traffic. Nobody likes traffic. Um, no. And, you know, so having to deal with it, I was like, oh, it sucks. But in a way, I'm kind of glad because I know people are going to get back to work and right. hopefully certainly in an income if they haven't been. Um but, you know, we started off the segment by saying a lot has happened. And for us, we're experiencing quite a bit because we started, you know, we've been in this stay-at-home order, which has slowly been opening up. And then, you know, what was it, two weeks ago, you went on your road trip out of state? Yes. I can't believe it. It's two weeks already. It feels like yes. so long ago. <laughs> but And right when you came back, what, a few days, a day or two after? I think it was a day. The, yeah. I was the demonstrations. Back started here in uh, Southern California as well uh, to protest uh, the death of George Floyd. Right. And and then, you know, unfortunately, some looting started breaking into businesses. So then we, we, we were curfewed where um, we had to, depending on what city you were in, I think Santa Monica on the third or fourth day put in a curfew as of, of 1 p.m. Right. I remember that. I was yes. close to right there. Yes, and, and then we had an earthquake. Did you feel the earthquake? I didn't feel it, but I did see it. <laughs> I did right, see it. Yeah, and then I read on top of it, there's like a tropical storm hitting the Gulf. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, can we just get a, like a moment? Can we just right. have a moment, please? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, it's been an um, intense three weeks. Yes, not only that, but we, we, I don't know if it's nationwide, but at least here in Southern California, we were getting alerts on our phones, you know, like an Amber Alert, but uh, yes, uh huh. But to say curfew, you know, for this county or this city, 
So, you know, I'm at work and all of a sudden all these phones going off and people going, what the heck? And so it was uh, very interesting. Um, And, you know, driving around now, it's been really, I think, a week now, at least since the demonstrations have remained relatively peaceful. Mm-hmm. But I think as a consequence of the businesses getting broken in, as I drive around, and I don't know if you've seen this, I've noticed many businesses, mainly in the L.A. area, um, like none here in the South Bay, like Torrance, Redondo. I, I haven't seen any. Well, actually, not true. This morning, I did see one. A gun shop in Torrance had its windows boarded up. Oh, wow. But Yeah. But driving around L.A., I did see a lot of businesses that I don't think were broken into, but were just concerned that they did board up their windows. So I have seen like T-Mobile's, a lot of cell phone stores I've seen boarded up their windows. Um, I also did see a Starbucks that I drove by that had an armed security guard walking outside. Oh, wow. So have you seen anything like that uh, as you've been driving around when you have gotten out? Well, that's I do tend to be in Santa Monica quite often and when I um, do when I, I like to exercise as far as doing like hiking and walking in neighborhoods that have a lot of like hills or inclines so I do a lot of mm-hmm. walking in the Palisades and I usually cut through Santa Monica and then like I know like a little back way and then I get up to sunset and go over. But on the way back, I pass through like where that Montana Avenue. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's seventh in Montana. And when I was sitting there in the intersection or it was like Lincoln, I don't remember, but there was a Starbucks there and only one door was boarded. So I don't know if that was meant mm-hmm. that like, cause if it was one sided, I'm like, Oh, they must've broken on that. Mm-hmm. And then ev- it was each building on the corner was completely boarded up. So I don't know if it was from break-in mm-hmm. or if it was just for protection. I don't know that right. part. And even in Santa Monica, it's the same. There's like certain um, streets that look like they were hit pretty hard as far mm. as like they're – I mean – there's definitely like the tagging, the, you know, the, what's it, the graffiti um, everywhere. And, okay. um, it's not common in Santa Monica. Well, it is, but not like the way it was. You know, like mm. this was like messages putting out there. Whereas there is, I mean, you see, the, you know, like the signs a little bit or like the small little stupid stuff on the sidewalk or something like that, but nothing where it's really, um, defacing businesses or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And then I have a friend who is a photographer and he shot, he actually, he lives in West Hollywood close to Melrose. And he did a video, like, uh, I think he was driving in his car and he was just doing, he made a video of just driving down Melrose. And that's where they were hit really hard with the, a lot of looting breaking in and there was just massive amounts of defacing of graffiti everywhere uh-huh. saying like, I can't breathe get off me. I can't breathe like a lot of that, but that was well, done I, on Melrose. Well, I did see, you know, in the news when I got home that first day of, of 
the when the looting began, yeah, that they were on Melrose, which was different from the ninety one ninety two riots where the destruction was mainly in south central l a areas um but i I do remember also catching a glimpse in the news where they actually did break into um the third street promenade, which is the the Santa Monica mm-hmm. mall um which is just a block or so from the Santa Monica Pier. Yes. It's, I mean, I haven't been down that way. Maybe I should, you know what? Maybe later I'll go check it out. So <laughs> maybe I can get Careful. some live action footage. Well, I think now it's, it's okay. It's going to be traffic. I know. It's Saturday too. Normally I don't go anywhere yes. on Saturday. My friend and I mm-hmm. were like, let's go get a cup of coffee. And we're like, oh, it's Saturday. <laughs> There's like nowhere to sit. Forget this. This is why we don't work during the week. We work on the weekends, you know? All right. <laughs> uh, um, but we'll see. Maybe later, I'll go check it out and report back. But okay. um, yeah, I mean, it was really interesting, and there. I and what was interesting is I think the first day that they put the first curfew, it was the the second day after the first day of rioting. I was actually in Altadena and on the way back, um, the opposite side of the freeway, and I can't remember which freeway I was on, uh, but there was probably about eight cop cars that had blocked traffic from, excuse me, from flowing. And mm. there was a tree on fire. There oh. was a huge, like mm. it was a huge fire. And, um, and then I think I think it was definitely from the rioting, you know. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, I mean, with that amount of cops, uh, that's the only thing I could assume. And <laughs> it was interesting because then on the way there, I was on the you know, like I was actually on that side of the freeway, and the seven or eight cops were on the other side, and it looked like they were just patrolling because I guess on the 101 is where all the protesters got on the freeway right and stopped traffic I believe mm-hmm is uh if I, if I, I remember that correctly um I don't know it's just so interesting because I have never experienced anything like this in my lifetime you know I've read about it you know I wasn't in Los Angeles with like the huge earthquake. Northridge earthquake. I wasn't here for the LA riots because I, I'm from Pennsylvania. So for me to to really experience something like that, it just blows my mind. Like, wow, yeah. this is, you know, so surreal about what is happening right now. Yeah, yeah, it is. And um fortunately I think as of this point, I don't I don't know if I've heard of anything new, but I know in Palmdale over the weekend i read about it two days ago and i i I was like is that is this for real um so yeah there's some interesting things going on and we'll we'll see if the demonstrations subside and just now go away especially as as people go back to work because i think you and i talked about this as it was happening that you know over the past couple of months there have been um things where we read about in the news that are going on in the country right now as we're getting ready for an election year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, wow, you know, it's a good thing we've got this stay at home order and there's a pandemic or people would be demonstrating. And so that's what really shocked me 
when we did see these these large scale demonstrations, as everyone's seen in the news, is it wasn't just a few you know dozen people. It was hundreds of people side by side, some wearing masks, some not, right, some wearing them incorrectly. And, you know, regardless of the pandemic, I think you were mentioning that, yes, a lot of people are home and they're antsy and maybe they're angry. And so in a way, it was a perfect opportunity for them to go out and demonstrate. Uh, That's what I thought, too. And that's I think it's a we've we're coming from already a place of unrest and anxiety and, you know, we've never had to be told to stay home. We've never had such control from the government on what we're doing with our lives. And I think because, you know, people are on alert and probably, you know what? I, I was uh, looking last night and I saw an article where <laughs> it talked about the psychology of the people that hoarded the toilet paper. And mm. I think it was in Germany that they did some type of, um, it was a volunteered um, survey test to see, questionnaire to see why people hoarded toilet paper. And there was two kinds of people. The first one was, you know, people were the fear of the virus like they were just scared and fearful out of their mind so they stocked up Mm -hmm. on toilet paper and then the other people were the ones that are well organized and think of heads so those were the two types of people that um hoarded toilet paper and so i mean those people that were so fearful you know there's art so you're already coming from an anxiety and then this happens and they these people have been holding on to this anxiety and fear for months already you know that has to release that has to heal and i felt like this is why people are probably i mean that's people are home they're more glued to the news and really paying attention to what's happening and especially since it's an election year and we've had such unrest in our own country yeah. because of you know our politics and so i think People just, you know, like they need to release what's going on inside them and they've been pent up for months inside their place. And this is a way for them to really, I mean, uh, on top of like, this is such a serious thing and I can't believe it's 2020 and we're still dealing with these issues. It's sad. It's so sad. And I think people are just, you know, like they're over it and they're done and like, all right, let's do this. Yeah. And and again, you know, I've been gone for over a, a little over a year because of my work injury. So, you know, there's a strong possibility if I was still out on that injury leave, I probably I probably would have gone out there with the intent of, um, you know, demonstrating peacefully right. um, because it was surprising to see the, the looting. And um, I think to me, it was more surprising. Apparently, they were breaking it. Some people broke into some restaurants throughout. I'm like, okay, yeah, if you're a like, looter, you're going to bl- break into a restaurant? Too. Yeah. That's that made no was... sense. Well, another article that I – or I have read a couple of different articles where the government is recognizing there's different groups of people. There's the actual peaceful protesters 
And then there's the group, the opportunist group that are taking advantage of this mm -hmm. situation and using it as a form to do their rioting. <laughs> well, there weren't so, some very smart looters because I don't know if you, did you catch the news? Were you watching glimpses of it at all? A little bit, some of it. What yeah, was, me too. what well, caught your eye? Well, because, yeah, I, I kind of got bored, so I don't watch the whole thing because they kind of keep harping over the same thing. But just, you know, dumb criminals. Every now and then you hear a dumb criminal story, you know. And here was this group, and I don't know if they were oblivious to the cameras. It was a news crew at ground level, you know, recording mm. this shoe store being broken into. I think it was on Melrose. And, you know, these cars are pulling up right in front of the store. People are getting out. Granted, they had masks on. But... Your car is visible with its oh, license, plate license plate that is being recorded hilarious. by a news crew. Yes. And I, I was like, you, you moron. Wow. And yes. And, you know, I don't condone that at all. But I, I did see on Twitter, there was a short video where people were kind of laughing, making light of, of this because it was, you know, it was hard to make light of what was going on with the looting. But a group of people up in Oregon broke into a cheesecake factory. <laughs> no. Why? And there was a short video of someone with a mask and a hood walking away with what looked like a cheesecake in their hand. That's all they had, a cheesecake. And oh, they're walking wow. away. <laughs> People were just like, yes, like totally, like you're my hero. <laughs> I just, I mean, you know, that was just crazy. Gonna, I, yeah. I mean, I hope he had a good dinner, but yes. to go to jail for that, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I Over just thought that was hilarious. That yeah, cheesecake. Really funny. <laughs> uh, and, and you know, I, I mean, cheesecake factory. I think they're okay. There, they actually there was about a month ago. It was kind of leaked that they had sent a memo, a letter to all of their landlords oh. that they were not going to pay rent. Oh wow! Yeah, that due to the. Uh, issue and that their business, their sales have been hurt, which I'm sure they have because they're a big spot where people go to dine. Um, but, you know, they are open for takeout. And that, yeah, it was uh, released that they had sent a letter to all of their landlords that uh, they weren't going to be paying rent. Wow. Yeah. I actually saw an article where the landlords are suing Los Angeles County for retail, mm. the retail. Um, tenants uh that weren't paying that they they're trying to sue los angeles county mm. for their money but there's a law in place that protects that says um in cases of emergency you can't seek uh oh. payment. so okay. they're like good luck with that landlords <laughs> Because that's kind of like right. I understand. Like they're the land. I mean, real the landlords. They have to. They have bills that they have to pay too. Yes. So it's yeah. just a, a domino effect, right? But then they should be able to be covered too, right? That's how I would mm -hmm. think. Like how there has to be some way that you can work with if they have a loan out or something like that. Right. I mean, I don't even yeah. know because here's the thing. For the first month, I didn't pay my rent either when we first went down. I've been mm. able to pay it since, you know, that I'm on unemployment now. 
But yeah. once that's lifted, I don't know what's going to happen. All, all I can say is like, I hopefully they'll work out a payment plan with me that I can pay a little bit extra over each month until I pay it off. That's my only hope right. of, you know, right. And I've been a good tenant otherwise. I mean, that's like the only little thing that's ever happened. Right. And I'm thinking they can't like, what are you going to do? Evict the whole entire building then? If they right. can't like that, I don't understand how that's going to work. And luckily, my place is rent control too, so I, I don't know if that will help me. Which those are very rare in yeah. LA. I didn't even know that this place was rent controlled until I had, you know, like came in and started signing the lease. They're like, "Oh, it's rent control." I'm like, "Oh, I don't even know." Like, I didn't even know. Yeah. I'm like, okay, oh sure, of course, <laughs> you know. Hmm. Okay. Well, moving on from the demonstrations, because that, that was quite, uh, that took up quite a bit of our lives, I think, for that week or so. Oh, yeah. Um, Especially every but, afternoon when your phone goes off and then you hear. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. But uh, my personal COVID-19 updates are um, ground beef is back. Real ground beef is back in the grocery stores. And we talked about this, I think, in that episode that was destroyed by the audio gremlins, but I had gone <laughs> last weekend or the weekend before to look for ground beef, which is rare because I have been, I haven't really haven't been buying it, but I didn't find it. I just found this like loaf. Of, it looked like a, a, a pound cake and it just did not look like ground beef. In fact, we put it on our Twitter page so y'all can check it out there. But uh, last weekend. It's on Instagram too. <laughs> yes, that's right. It's on both our pages. And it was gross. And but now I found ground beef. It's back. So oh, I did grab one. Yes. And it's normal. So that's it back. looks normal. <laughs> yes. It's totally normal. What do you expect ground beef to look like? Yes. Oh good. Good, good. And did you make yes. anything with it? Chili or something? No, not yet. I just grabbed it. Okay. Um but I have been, over the last couple of months, I have been on a quest to find the perfect chili recipe or just a good chili recipe. Yeah. And I'm still looking. I've gone okay. through like five recipes. Well, let me know. I've actually been on a, I have, I don't think I've really ever made chili. My mom did. Really? You know, I grew up on okay. it. And like a lot of like cowboy <laughs> beans, you know, the East Coast. My mom cooked very Betty Crocker East Coast, but with a Southern twist. Ah. So that was the kind of food that I grew up on and a little, mm. you know, German, we're, we're a little bit of a German influence too. So my mom was really good at making chili and I was like, wow, mm, I think I need to try. Well, so let me well, know. Get her recipe for me. Actually, I, I will. I will. I will. And yeah, cause I've gone through five different, re and you know, you go online is where I go. I look and. I see what sounds good. Like, I'm not looking for crazy hot chili. No, I just want good tasting chili. And I'm still looking. Maybe our listeners could volunteer a recipe. Oh, that'd that be would awesome. Be a yes. Great way. If you could get us a good chili recipe, maybe we could do a cook and review of your recipe. That yes, would be that fun. sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it would be for a good cause. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Yes. And really the last thing I have for my personal COVID-19 update of what I've been dealing with is I've gone over three months now without a haircut and I'm going crazy. 
Oh, it's I can't no, take it. I'm sure it's like tickling the, your ears and. Oh yes, it's it's horrible. And well, you know, it's at first it was kind of cool because the back, you know, it was almost like I was growing a mullet, and I pictured myself as a Latino version of Fabio. I'm like, oh, it's going to be so cool. <laughs> I'm going to have this wavy, you know, hair, and that's going to be so awesome. You but, know you're gonna have you to know, give af- us a selfie, and I'm gonna have to post it on Instagram, <laughs> right? And that didn't happen. That stopped. Instead, the back kind of became a little curly now. And Aww. yes, and you know, I mentioned to you a few weeks ago that around the ears, every now and then, the hair would get in there and it would tickle, you know, my ear, which is a problem <laughs> when I'm inspecting under a home because you don't know if it's a cobweb and you try to get rid of it. And it's really hard because you've got gloves on, right? Because you're not going to go under a house barehanded. You know, you've, it's dirt. So you've got gloves on, so you can't really grab your ear because now you put dirt all over your ear. And, <laughs> but yeah, but it was still manageable because I could just kind of, you know, put the hair over my ear and it was fine. But now it's like the sides of my head have exploded with hair. And now it's like constantly in my ear. And, I did look into the the Flovi. Yeah. The Flobi? Yeah. Those things are like two hundred dollars. What? Yes. They're probably I looked on, I think it was... killing right now. <laughs> you know, I didn't think of that. Maybe they've jacked up the price on those things. I would think but... so. Like probably yeah. six months ago, you probably could have got one for like thirty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. And you know, I was breaking down because barbershops have been able to open as of, I think, three weeks ago. Yeah. And so, yes, third day, yeah, yesterday, Friday at work, you know, it was, I was done with inspections for the day. So I called my barbershop and they're still closed, no answer. So I'm like, uh. Hmm. And so, you know, I did look at another barbershop because, um, you know, this is a, a mom and pop barbershop here that I go yeah. to. It's, what is it up to now? $12 for a haircut. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Years ago, years, years ago, I used to go to Supercuts and they were like 18 at the time. Um, but the service was so inconsistent. You couldn't always get the same stylus if you liked them. Yeah. Um, but I, so I did go online and okay, look at local barbershops around where I work. And I did find one, but, you know, because of having to open up with restrictions, you really have to make an appointment. Um, and they're charging $40. You know what? There's a COVID-19 surcharge now. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, they did mention that. that on their website. Restaurants. That said something about. Hair salons. Yeah. And they did allude to it. They didn't call it that. But they did allude to that in their website that due to the new restrictions and all, you know, they are having to charge more. But I was like, wow, you know, 40 bucks. I'm used to paying 12 and now going Jeez. to, you know, not including tip. Now, 40 I don't so, pay less than 75, so you're still good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. They they that's expensive though, even for, especially for you. So I mean, what do they do? I don't know. See, that's why I don't go very often. I my last haircut <laughs> was a couple months ago and the haircut before that was 4 years. So Wow. I have really long curly hair, so I don't really, I'm like, whatever, you know, I don't, I don't need to go. 
I don't dye my hair. So there's no reason for me to really go except for right. you know, I do get some split ends and stuff. So from time to uh. I realized I probably won't wait that long next time. Um, but I have so much hair, so they will uh, sometimes they okay. will. It just depends. I I feel like you used to be able to get you could wash your hair, get it cut and styled for one price. But now being in Los Angeles, they oh yeah. well, we got to charge for the shampoo, we got to charge for the cut, we're charging <laughs> for style. And right. it's like, are you serious? And I'm like, well, just cut my hair. You know, like you, all you got to do is wet it down. I'll wash it beforehand, just wet it, trim it, and then I'll style it myself. I don't need right. I don't know. I don't <laughs> fall into that. I don't fall prey to that crap. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. No, um, I think that's that's I ridiculous. Found- yeah, I found a really good girl though that she is really good cutting curly hair. And so even for $75, I'm like, well, it's worth it because I've had so many people. That's the reason why I don't get my hair cut so much is because people just cannot seem to cut my hair. It's super thick mm. and it's extremely curly and people yeah. cannot figure out how to deal with it for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. It- and, you know, the other reason I want to get a haircut, too, is because, um, you know, presentation. Normally, I keep my hair, as you see, as you saw in the headshot that I sent you. You're a Virgo. Yes. Well, you know, honestly, <laughs> yes, yes, no, definitely. But, you know, especially now, you know, I, I put the, the baseball cap on. We has our, our logo. And, um, um, but now, you know, that's helped with the bushiness on top. But now... When I put it on, <laughs> you've got <laughs> sit the, on your head, <laughs> right? It it is harder to sit on my head. Yes, it's like a hard hat almost. But the sides of my hair, you know, I've got a bushy, bushy sideburns now, so they're like poof, they're like popping out the sides. So I still look like this disheveled inspector that's come to your home with a mask on. So wow. So I was like, yeah, I need to do something about this. So. So oh. soon, hopefully, I'll I'll find something. Yes, I do know. Um, so I do have a friend that is also a coworker, and for one of the hotels that I work for, he is back at the spa. But oh. the hotel itself, the occupancy is not. There's not much going on. There's not that many occupancy. And right. I think right now uh, the way as far as hotel departments are concerned, it's for guests only. So that means oh. be prior to that, uh, one of the, like two, the two hotels that I work for are decently ones like in the heart of Beverly Hills and ones like off the of sunset. And, okay. um, we had a lot of local traffic. We were the local base, like their local spa, their local hair place. Like they would come to the hotel to get everything done that they needed done. Oh, okay. So they weren't necessarily guests of the hotel, but they were oh, neighbors. Right. And so got we it. Okay. made a good profit. It would, it was probably, we'd had more local returns mainly so the fact that it's low occupancy but then i think one of the policies 
the restrictions is it can be only in it's only in-house guests that can like I know it's the only in-house guests that can use the pools and restaurants but it's still not enough for business and then that's for me so i actually saw last night that we i saw through the news but i haven't gotten anything from the massage council that stated that will be spas can reopen on the 19th okay. the only thing is so for the spa or the therapist to really make money it's because normally they give us a 15 minute window in between guests or clients because we need to clean the room, you know, like this was prior, clean the room, wash up, use the restroom, prep for the next person. Mm -hmm. So we could get a pretty decent volume of people in for business. That's you try to cram as much as you can in with the time right. that you have. And then with HR and the laws in place, like we can only do so many that we have to take a break. We have to take a lunch for it to be legal, blah, 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 blah. So you, before you could do like three or four, but you have a 15 minute window. But now with the massage regulations, we are to change our clothes. We are, to, or I think they're going to have maybe, maybe have us change an apron because there's no way. How am I supposed to change my clothes after every guest that I, you know, massaging guests? Like I'd have to go, mm. that takes time. And then we're supposed to deep clean the room every time. That's wow. so much time you are. between each guest. Yes, me as the massage therapist. And so that's where I'm like, I don't understand how we're going to make any money. Mm. You know, it doesn't like for me, I'm going to be able to do possibly three people in a day yeah. whereas before i you know four or five is like a good day like that's what i prefer because that's where i make yeah. my money so i don't know like how it's gonna uh, to me i was thinking i don't know if i would be able to even rely on the hotel spas anymore right and i don't know if they're gonna allow outside guests either so that and if you know, like it's just going to be a really interesting process to see what's going to happen. And when are you going to find out more? I don't know. No one's like contacted me about anything. So <laughs> I'm hearing it from like other people. Mm, um, and like okay. I said, so I did talk to uh, my mobile agent and I think that's probably going to be where, because I'm going to people's homes so that way it's like, it's different for me going into their element. I'm not touching their walls. I'm not, you know, like I'm in and out. I'm in one space and, um, you know, like I bleach my sheets, I clean my table down mm. and all my products and everything like that. So, and I'm always washing my hands and I have sanitizer with me all the time too. Okay. So for me, I think it's easier. I think the business is going to be where like we go to the people. As, as opposed right. to the people coming to us. Like, that's where I think the new market's going to be. So okay. I'm okay with that because I've already have my foot in the door for a couple places where it's mobile. I mean, that's oh, kind of okay. why I've always done it that way. I I never put myself in one employment because, one, I get kind of bored. And then if they <laughs> make me mad or something like that, then I'm like, okay, um, 
I need to like not see you for a little while and I need to, I don't want to <laughs> quit. Right. You know? Um, so I don't know. I like to keep my options open and I to, you know, you have to go with the flow. So that's how I, I okay. uh, see that. Well, we definitely look forward to your update to see what happens with yeah. your industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, we're probably, we were trying to keep this at 30 minutes, but we're at 40 minutes. Um, so I think we should take a little break because I do have a small little segment to come back to and chat with uh, everybody. Okay. So uh, yeah, we'll be back in 10, 15. Sounds 15. good. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right, right back. Right back. 